Hi, and welcome to the FM Global Resilience is a Choice podcast. I'm Steve McGrath. So, 5G. We've all heard of it, and we know it's going to be awesome. But what is it exactly? What does it mean for people, for technology, and for business? And most importantly, what new business risks will 5G introduce? Our guest today will help us understand this powerful new technology and its implications. He's Tiago Diaz, a cyber consultant for FM Global's office in EMEA. Good afternoon, Tiago. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure speaking with you. So in simple terms, what is 5G? Well, 5G is a wireless technology and that is a new version of what is known as the, the 4G. So it's just an update on the, the wireless technology and it is intended to deliver higher peak uh, data speeds. Of course, there are other benefits like low latency, more reliability, network capacity, better availability of the environment itself. And overall, it is intended to provide a better user experience. So when you say low latency, that means less lag time, right? So your other processes are, are, are smoother. That's it. So the reliability will be positively affected. The latency is the delay that devices need to speak with one another. Everything will be faster not only the speed itself, but all the process that is involved in establishing those communications. So what kind of new applications will the world see? Well, the obvious one will be an enhanced mobile broadband. Overall, we'll have more capacity when it comes to our mobile usage. But from, let's say, a professional point of view, 5G will enable mission-critical communications. So when, when I mean mission-critical communications, I mean a remote control of critical infrastructure, autonomous vehicles or smart vehicles, medical procedures. So there will be an impact whenever there is the need for connectivity. Like I mentioned, a better experience overall. And uh, I've also heard that maybe virtual reality, augmented reality would benefit from 5G as well? Yeah, so the need for those type of technologies is based on uh, the bandwidth that we need to process. 5G will allow for added broadband. Of course, more devices, they will need to be connected and 5G will allow this higher and bigger surface of connectivity and different types of devices being connected seamlessly. Virtual reality will benefit not only from the bandwidth uh, uh, side of things, but also all the security that comes with the new 5G technology. So there is a, an improvement on the security features that 5G allows, that previous versions did not allow. Of course, this also represents risks in terms of backward compatibility, but virtual reality, augmented reality, all of that is going to benefit and will be more available to 5G uh, infrastructure. So I was reading an MIT publication today and it said, half the world will have 5G by 2025, it's estimated. So I'm wondering, what share of people have it today? And if so, what are they doing with it right now? Yeah, 5G is on early stage right now. You would need new hardware to be positioned strategically in order for this communication to be established. Some data points have been created to understand exactly the usage and how this will be propagated across cities and the coverage 
that is needed. So right now is really uh, residual, residual use. In the future, yes, more and more devices and different types of devices will be integrated using this technology. It is expected that for each human, each person will have seven devices with himself connected using 5G. Uh, this means a lot more devices, a lot more sensors, a lot more hardware and software being interlinked. And of course, this comes with added vulnerabilities as well. One of the applications that you mentioned in a recent article you wrote was Industry 4.0. What could that be like with 5G? Well, one of the usages will be massive industrial IoT. And this means a seamless integration of sensors deployed across shop floor plants, uh, factories, critical infrastructure, manufacturing, or whatever, all, all sorts of uh, industries will use 5G. This is a larger surface, which means that bad actors will have more opportunities to exploit and will have more entry points on this type of, uh, uh, of environments. You mentioned that 5G creates more connection points. So I guess each connection point is a potential vulnerability, right? Yeah, exactly. No air gaps. Everything is connected. So the, the spectrum of technologies is so wide. And sometimes these technologies are not properly tested before they enter the market. This means that they might be strategically positioned across different industries where they can reveal themselves as entry vectors for attackers. It is something that organizations, they need to keep track on how they are adopting 5G to understand what proper risk analysis on 5G usage, identify exactly what type of business continuity practices they might have in place in case something happens. From a supply chain risk, you already identified the different attacks that we, we witnessed. So it is important to review those contracts with third parties, make sure that you, you are uh, adopting correct security practices and you are at uh, good maturity levels review those SLAs, liabilities, and so on. So from a supply chain risk, this is very, very impactful. Work with third parties, which are demonstrating the same maturity levels for cybersecurity. And, uh, and of course, there are some technical approaches like adopting zero trust models where you trust nothing, you protect everything from an endpoint perspective, and you just uh, hope for the best. <laughs> What's the nightmare scenario that you're, you're concerned about walking into? The nightmare scenario, let's put it like this, would be um, physical resulting damage that can result in death. So those would be, of course, the, the worst case scenarios when it comes to an attack to the 5G infrastructure. We have multiple examples of industries that uh, have large pieces of equipment that can be tweaked and being told to perform in a different way that can result in this physical resulting damage and complete destruction of, of the equipment. Equipment like turbines, boilers, furnaces, anything that can be uh, managed through uh, industrial control system devices like programmable logical controllers, all those type of equipments that can receive a logical instruction that can result in a physical one, those can be exposed to these type of threats. Let's put it like this. Recently, I just moved to a new house and my new house is a smart home and everything can be remotely managed 
how all appliances are interconnected. So one of my main concerns is how can I protect my own space? The adoption of 5G and uh, all the security measures that I can adopt, I'm now, I'm now putting that into practice on a personal level. I'm trying to be very careful with uh, how am I exposing my own house, my own services to untrusted networks like the internet. But you mentioned 5G having some additional security tools within it. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, for instance, from an encryption point of view, encryption that is adopted is is, uh, of a higher standard than previously. However, 5G may work at a better level in terms of security, but due to the legacy of different devices and infrastructure, 5G needs to be backward compatible with those legacy equipments means that the vulnerabilities that we have found in 2G, 3G are still there. We need to make sure that those vulnerabilities are correctly managed if you need to drop down to 3G, for instance, instead of keeping a 5G connectivity. How will you approach a, let's say, a a factory differently in the presence of 5G than you would have before? Wireless connectivity is, of course, one of the domains that we look at. We look at the connectivity perspective, how those devices are integrated and how critical they are. Are they crown jewels to the process itself in order to keep operability? Every wireless connectivity is looked at very carefully. Of course, if there is any legacy, if there is any connectivity, if there is no traffic management between those devices, if there are no controls like traffic inspection, and uh, we call it a defensing layer approach, um, meaning that all of those devices should be evaluated and security controls adopted, considering that criticality to the business and the risk that is implied in using those. 5G is, it is of course, one area that we are dealing with now. There are some pilot stages not only in Industry 4.0, but uh, mainly uh, technologies like machine learning, artificial intelligence, projects uh, like digital twins, where physical devices are being replicated at the the logical level, and uh, uh, those are being used for testing purposes and uh, understanding the business. For the senior executives, senior financial executives, CFOs, etc., who are listening to this, how should they proceed and make sure that they're doing everything that they can for their companies to mitigate the risk in addition to taking the opportunity. Yeah, the, the, the word here is security strategy, right? And this starts with the proper risk assessments on the usage of the technology. Uh, the, the, the assumption, some, some organizations, they start with the assumption that there is security by design in certain vendors that are dealing 5G technology. I think organizations should take a proactive measure a proactive approach to to this and develop strategies with compensating controls and practices and solutions to mitigate risks that can be involved in adopting this this technology. Do you have any final thoughts on this topic? How companies should proceed as they think about 5G and its opportunities and its risks? Governments will will definitely help define or not maybe even define themselves standards and regulations to manage the adoption of 5G. And I would say that even at a higher level of governments like European Union and uh, American uh, standards will be issued 
I'm sure they will use legislation as a tool to enforce these best security best practices. But overall, I think companies should use risk management strategies to to understand how far they need 5G, where do they need 5G, or these these exact usage on 5G features that they need uh, in order to to deploy them. Uh, adopting them blindlessly, I think, is not a good strategy, and it will only increase the attack surface on on their on their environments. Terrific. Thank you so much, Tiago. It's been great talking to you. Our guest today has been Tiago Diaz. He's a cyber consultant for FM Global's office in EMEA. Thank you, Tiago. Thank you so much. Find more Resilience as a Choice podcasts at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other streaming services. Please like, share, rate, or leave us a comment.